Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy For Me and as you can possibly hear I'm sat outside in the garden. Now I'm not in the garden at the back of the house, I'm in the garden at the front of the house and the reason why I'm not in the garden at the back of the house is because my son and his best mate are having their first crack at trying to erect the tent in which they're going to sleep this evening. Um, you might be able to hear the conversation in the background. I've just been round and watched the early stages and if I was going to record this for posterity I would have to do it on time lapse because I'm getting the impression that although it's just a little two-man dome, dome tent it's going to take quite a while um, to move forward. Um, I'm going to record the podcast uh, all in one go uh, and I'm going to do the, the, the individual sections over the course of the next half an hour or so. I'll keep you updated when we get to the end as to how the tent is how the tent is going. Um, so let's get started and um, we'll, uh, we'll have a little bit of, uh, of twangy guitar just to get us in the mood. I got quite angry um, today in um, in Aldi of all places, and and I think I was within my rights to get uh, a little bit angry, but it, but but it came out of a sense of frustration and at the point in time when it happened, out of a, a um, out of a sense of pain as well. Actually, I've been honest. It, it, it well, not a sense of pain, out of pain. Um, so I nipped in. Um, to get a couple of very particular bits so um car was parked outside uh, just a couple of things that i needed wandered in pair of shorts um pair of flip-flops um and i went through the uh, first part of the fruit and veg aisle and uh, i'd stopped to to look at some um raspberries i think or whatever it was i'm not quite sure and went to set off again and felt my my leg going from under me and was in that sensation where I couldn't I couldn't stop from falling so I'd kind of moved forward with purpose so I'd I'd got a little bit of acceleration and my leg went and next thing I'm in a heap on the floor and I'd I'd, I'd landed with the full weight on my um the full weight on my elbow and it was one of those comic banana skin moments to a certain extent um though different fruit to be fair but um, somebody had dropped um, there, it, there was some, a piece of soft roof it was a grape, a grape or something that had been dropped and I'd slipped on, on the remains of this, this grape and it, had, it with the flip flops being sort of light and what have you it had been enough just to take my, my foot out completely from under me now I remember going back years working for Sainsbury's that you're supposed to put mats out around those kind of bits of the fruit and veg aisle for exactly that reason that with things like grapes go then or bits of soft fruit grow then actually people do do exactly what I did um, did today uh, and it and it was a it was a shock to the system I did that thing where I was I was I was shaking um, and somebody came down to see how I was and I I ended up barking at this guy be, simply because I was shocked and in pain and I was annoyed that it had happened I didn't I was annoyed now in reality, was it anybody's fault? It could have happened 30 seconds before. I, I don't know. It were, I mean, had there been the mats down, it wouldn't have happened. Um, but nobody intended for me to, you know, go completely over. So in that respect, it wasn't it wasn't anybody's fault, though it should have been something that, 
you know as a supermarket they should have they should have maybe put some provision in place to to stop it happening but i ended up sort of you know sort of saying to this 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 guy don't come near me i'm absolute i'm in pain and i'm livid just leave me alone and let me sort myself out and i didn't i didn't you know you feel bad after the uh, the event and i didn't mean to go off like that but i was in i was in real i was it had just been right on the corner of my elbow and i was in quite a lot of uh, of pain and it is you know it's hurt, hurt all the way through the evening um so i don't think it's broken the fingers are all moving everything's fine there's nothing there's nothing serious it was just that, the, that my elbow took the full force i'm sure it might have looked hilarious on the security camera um but um and of course it's also that thing of you know it's got nothing to do with age it could have happened when i was 15 or 20 i slipped on something it wasn't because i'm necessarily infirm but you 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 know you you feel really self-conscious when you when you do it so in terms of the start of the week and also in terms of the last day of the month then i'm i'm not convinced that was my finest moment tuesday june is the month of audio mo and I'm not quite sure about the backstory to Audio Mo. I was introduced to it by uh, Christian Payne, uh, who goes um, by the name of Documentally in terms of his social media and his output. Um, and I noticed him doing it a couple of years ago, I think. And basically, you, you through the month of June, you record a piece of audio and you post a piece of audio every day. Now, I don't know if it if it takes place on SoundCloud whether SoundCloud is just one of the platforms that, that embraces this particular idea. Uh, I've noticed that this year it's something that seems to be happening on Twitter. Um, and you use the hashtag AudioMo and then obviously the day number, so day one through day one through 30. And I just think it's a it's a beautifully quintessential British thing. I'm not even and I don't even know if it started in the UK, but that the whole concept of just recording a little bit of audio and posting it with no real explanation as to what it is just as something to do to mark a period of time to mark a month i think i think it's really really nice so um i i i don't think i'm prepared to do it i think in terms of in terms of you know what's going on through the course of june i don't think i'm going to be able to do it but i've set myself the task of of potentially making sure i'm ready to do audio mo this time next year um, so I can I can I can take part at that point in time, but I push people towards checking AudioMo out, um, and and have a look and see what you find, and let me know what you think. Wednesday. So two things happened today that were I suppose a little bit unusual, um, but really kind of really kind of reminiscent of a holiday in a in a kind of weird roundabout way well one of them was the other one was just something that i haven't done in anger in 30 years or well at all in 30 years um so the the first thing was we went over to see my brother um today we we, we popped over to warrington to see to see my brother we haven't seen my brother for a long time we met up a couple of times with him last year in heaton park um, just in Manchester, and we went over to spend the day with him today. And we've had a we've had a great day; it's been absolutely fantastic. But he's a member of the David Lloyd Gym in Warrington, 
And the David Lloyd Gym, which is a fairly spectacular setup, if I'm being honest, it's probably, I mean, I don't have a lot of experience of these kind of, you know, places, but it was very, very well organized and very well appointed in terms of facilities. But of the things they've got, they've got a big indoor pool, but they've also got a big outdoor pool. And as you walked out to where the outdoor pool was, you, you see it looked like certainly a lot of the hotels you would see um, in the US. So you walked out into, into a, a walled area, um, so a high wall, sort of um, eight, ten feet, probably eight feet high wall, um, and, and, and sun lounges all the way around and tables and chairs all the way around this, this pool. And it's a good sized pool and it had got sort of a, 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 a children's area at one end and it was heated. I got a jacuzzi at one end. Um, and it had that kind of holiday hotel vibe about it. Because, you know, there were people there that it was that kind of thing you expect where everybody's brought stuff for the day. And, and, and every and every sun lounge had got a towel on it and oh there were people and, and of course half of the sun lounges have been um, have been marked out as territory but they've been abandoned because people were in the were in the water and it kind of it did have that kind of um, that that sort of holiday location holiday hotel vibe about it which of course if you'd gone outside the wall you were you were on the main dual carriageway on the road into Warrington, which of all the places in the world to find yourself um, doing that kind of thing seemed a bit odd. But you were, you, you know, when you walked out of out of the main, the, you know, the the, the main part of, uh, of of the gym into this outside area, you could have been transported to, you know, to a Marriott hotel or what have you, at, somewhere in 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 the US. So, so we did that, and it was great, and 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 had a swim, and and everybody had a, 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 a you know a nice time. And then my brother had booked, uh, he'd booked tennis, and I haven't played tennis in thirty years. And I used to play tennis. I played tennis from the age of about thirteen, fourteen, through to sort of leaving school, going to university. And we had a great club um, in Retford where I was brought up, but, uh, and we used to play lawn tennis. Um, but this this club had it had a couple of hard courts. It had a clay court, which was which was quite unusual to play on clay, and clay's very unusual surface to to actually play on. Um, we used to come home absolutely, you know, with with white socks that were just orange because of all the dust that comes up. And then we had we had grass as well. So I I grew up playing grass court tennis, but also clay and also hard court tennis as well. Never played tennis indoors before, which was so we, we played at David Lord. It was the first time of playing of playing indoors but it was amazing how after 30 years it actually comes back and after about 10 or 15 minutes I found myself having decent length rallies with my brother knocking balls with a reasonable amount of pace over this over this net and it and it and it felt like I'd, I'd never been away so I'm wondering I've been reading something at the weekend about about tennis being one of those games that um, helps keeping people fit through their uh, through into their um, their sort of 60s so maybe tennis is going to have to be the going to have to be the way to you know have to be the way to go uh having had that experience so um and we finished off the evening we finished off the evening with the caribbean we finished off the evening with some goat curry so in terms of a kind of a weird kind of a mix of a wednesday we've had the equivalent of a of a holiday hotel for part of it um a racket sport that i've not played in 30 years and and goat curry and i can't think of a much better way to actually spend a wednesday if i'm being if i'm being honest <laughs>
Thursday. If you listened to Therapy for Me a couple of weeks ago, you will have remember that or may recall that I went on a bit of a rant about the fact that the traffic light system for foreign travel made absolutely no sense whatsoever. Well, it appears that the rest of the world has caught up this week and everybody and his dog is now saying that the traffic light system makes no sense after Portugal was taken off the green list and put onto the amber list. So the one, I guess, the only real holiday destination in Europe um, that, that was really accessible in terms of Portugal has now been withdrawn and there's a mad panic I understand now for people to get back from Portugal before I believe Tuesday of next week so they don't have to um, quarantine for an extended period so if you want to get back under the under the radar you need to get back fairly quick because otherwise the single test won't be enough and you're going to have to self-isolate for 10 days or however long, however long it is. Um, but it was just the point when I was reading some of the the, the quotes and the comments were, that were being made, and there certainly had been a lot of noise from both Labour and Tory MPs, just basically saying this system makes no sense because amber doesn't mean anything. And this was, the, you know, it was just the point I was trying to make a couple of weeks ago that that look, it's either red or green. You can either go or you can't. It's it's one or the other. There is no getting ready to go or be prepared to come back. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense and doesn't doesn't work. Am I surprised? Um, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about the the growth in the new variant. Uh, I know I know it's not causing a huge problem for hospital admissions. Though hospital admissions are rising, I certainly know it's not causing an issue in terms of deaths, and 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 I don't think it's causing an issue in terms of ICU admission. But of course, every bed that's taken, even for a mild form of, of, of COVID, is stopping uh, a routine operation or another piece of treatment, um, which is a you know which is a huge problem. And I think, unfortunately, where we are with the variant that we've now let in, I think this was this was totally avoidable. So, do I understand the the whole thing with Portugal? I, I guess I do. Uh, I mean, you know, the whole concept of maybe going to Spain in the summer. If you you know we've got flights booked for the end of August, looks like it's it's, it's going to be hard now. Um, but I'm just I'm just disappointed again because you know as 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 I spoke about last week, th- this particular instance, this particular thing, we could have avoided. Uh, we could have avoided letting this variant take hold to the extent that it's taken hold, and it's disappointing to find ourselves in this situation. Friday. From the noise I can hear coming from the back part of the house, we're nowhere near having anything that looks like a tent, and yet that is somewhere in the regions of 30 minutes since this uh, this this little exercise started. Now I'm not going to blow my well. No, God, I will blow my own trumpet. I can have that tent up in five minutes. Um, it, it isn't particularly complicated, but it seems to be causing a great deal of consternation and debate, and, and voices are getting uh, slightly raised. Now, this is too okay. It's too, it's too, you know, two uh, sort of thirteen, nearly fourteen-year-old boys. Um, but 
they're fairly intelligent chaps. This shouldn't be on the wit of them to actually work out that it's two cross poles that go into, into four brass eyes. And when you do that, you end up with something that looks like a tent. And I don't think we've got that far yet. So once I've finished this, I probably will need to go and uh, have a little bit of a, a chuckle before actually piling into to, to see if we can actually make a bit of progress. The, the thing I wanted to talk about for today, I thought I'd end the week on a bit of a, 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 a bit of a, you know, a, a, a milestone for me, really. Um, it's, I've got, I went past 400 days worth of continuous exercise. Um, and I don't mean 400 full days of continuous exercise, obviously. And obviously, you know, and the fact is for me that exercise is just something that is, is, is helping to keep alcohol consumption and food, um, at, you know, slightly at bay through, through COVID. But um, it's now been 400 days. So every day for the past 400, I think we're about 403 now, every day for the past 403 days, I've either walked a minimum of four miles or I've run a minimum of four miles. And that's up to anything up to eight miles running and probably 10 miles walking depending on the day. Um, and that's that's Christmas Day, New Year's Day, that's Boxing Day, that's through all weathers or what have you, I've managed to get out and do one of those two things. And in, on a lot of days I've done both. A lot of days I've actually gone for a run and then gone for a walk as well in the afternoon. So, uh, And I don't know what it means in terms of miles. Um, I, I seem to be on this calendar year. I, I, I got to the end of May um, and I've, I'd run over 400 miles from January to the end of May. So I'm kind of loosely on track for sort of between 950 and 1,000. Um, and, uh, and in terms of walking, I guess it must, be a similar, it must be a similar number because if it's the same sort of amounts every day, then I imagine the walking number's probably the same, if not possibly a little bit, a little bit higher. So um, it's... I mean, it is what it is. It's something nice to reflect on. Um, it's something nice to, you know, to, to, to feel I've achieved. But I think more than anything, it's a routine, a habit that I've gone into that I really, really enjoy. And, and I think in terms of its, its benefits, in terms of mental well-being, then I think it far outweighs anything else that, you know, maybe have achieved from doing it. So... That's a nice. That's a nice thing to fi- to finish a week on. And of course, I'm sat outside, and it, and and it's it's a beautiful day. And um, you know, it's been. I mean, I did I did s- just short a seven mile run this morning, which was great. Um, which I which I you know I really enjoyed. So yeah, it's it's a nice. I suppose the other thing as well. I wasn't really going to mention mention this too much, but um, I've. Um, the, 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 there was an article. There was an article on the Corona Diaries on the, the podcast that I do with Steve H. There was an article on that in the Web magazine, which is the Marillion Fan Club magazine. Um, this week it was launched. This week, so I'm really pleased that that's um, that's happened as well. The other thing that you might have heard in the background that was that was the door going, um, and one of the two tent builders is now off somewhere, which means probably leads me to believe that they've abandoned the idea of building a tent and they're now kicking footballs left right and center and they've gone to retrieve one so i guess i ought to pile in and see if i can do something about restoring a bit of order to what appears to be going on in the back garden um have a great weekend um i hope i hope you well um and i hope yeah i hope you've enjoyed the weather um it's it's really been a, a very pleasant week um and uh, stay safe uh, and i'll speak to you all soon Thank you.
If you've enjoyed Therapy for Me, then please subscribe and share as you see fit. This has been an A Short Stories production.